1: In a Mississippi Minute, that's right. Welcome to In a Mississippi Minute, I'm Steve Azar. These are trying times, crazy times. Once we get back to the new norm, there's so many wonderful things to do right here in Mississippi. Just go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. We are coming to you from the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. I can say the word Mississippi a million times. I've done it in songs, it's alright. So take it from me. For touring artists and band in these times, not being on the road puts us performing types. Well, we're not the easiest ones to hang around at home. I can promise you that. I mean, we're used to the rigors of travel by bus, by plane. However you can get us to a stage, we're all in. And regretful, late night breakfast in my case. Okay, not necessarily late night dietary mishaps for today's guests. But touring is how they butter their bread. A mom, daughter, team who's traveled the world together, sharing the stage with some incredible acts. The pair, known as a modern country mother-daughter duo, released their new EP in the fall of 2019, rocking the iTunes Country Charts. I mean, they were just getting rocking. Fresh off the seventh largest grossing tour in the United States in 2019, touring with Nickelodeon teen star JoJo Siwa, they had their bags packed again for an extensive 82-city arena tour coming to you. Man, U.S., Canada, they had just toured the U.K. this past November, Australia, in January as main support as well for the Teen Star. But as we know, these are trying times. And large gatherings such as an arena tour is everything social distancing isn't. Hopefully the tour will get, be rescheduled later this year and we can get back to the new norm. So while they can't be on the road, they're doing their thing via YouTube channel. So let's get to know how it's going. Welcome in mom, daughter, jamie kelly of the bells hey girls
2: hi good morning that was a
1: such a nice great intro thank you so much oh i love it i love it you girls sound so great and uh i appreciate you being on the show i got the the call from anthony smith he's been on the show a couple times and obviously we're old label mates old friends and uh, dear friends and uh and he says you got to meet these girls i mean he loves you ladies so first of all how'd you get to know anthony
2: So that was actually through just one of my uh people in nashville that's helping us out Uh, they set us up on a writing date together and we just kind of immediately clicked and we've been writing i think we have now three songs done and one of them demoed and they're really turning out super cool and anthony just has such an awesome style and is obviously so talented and uh i we were actually gonna you know make some more demos of these tunes but that was right before we left for the tour that never happened so wow. it, it's been crazy but anthony's been awesome and i've learned already learned so much from him and his just immense talent and i can't wait to share these songs that we've been writing and keep you know rocking those when we can all go back to writing in nashville so
1: you girls were rolling i mean things are happening how did you uh guys meet jojo how did how did it all go about? Because being on a a global tour, which is what you girls are really on, on the biggest stages, and basically, I guess you had to be chosen. Uh, and and then, what's the crowds been like for you? Has it been a good fit?
2: Yeah. So it's actually such a crazy story. So we're from Omaha, Nebraska, and we're actually here in Nebraska right now. And so is JoJo. JoJo uh, was born here, and her mom was actually my dance teacher. So i've known yeah so i've known jojo since she was like two years old and we kind of knew that she was putting on this tour and her and her mom actually asked us to come audition for nickelodeon and aeg as their opening act in la and i mean i had never been to la i'd never seen the ocean i mean like this was kind of kind of a long shot for us and we went out there, and but the, the best thing about it was JoJo really loved a song that we had put out the year before called Didn't Break Mine. And she really kind of just connected with it, thought it was a great groove, and they kind of embraced the fact that we're, you know, country and different genres, but still, you know, upbeat, fun, positive music. And then so we ended up auditioning for Nickelodeon and AEG, and then about 10 days later they called us and said, You got it. So it started as, uh, you know, a theater tour that went into arenas, and then it ended up being 82 dates, uh, 82 arena dates last year, and then we they took us to the UK, and then they took us to Australia, and then they were gonna do 50 more arena dates, and then uh, it all got postponed. But it's been a wild year, a wild ride. But I mean, we could not thank her enough for you know, choosing us. But it's really awesome because we are good family friends with them and we've known her forever and she's just a great girl and got a great team of people around here. So it's been a wonderful experience.
1: So, Kelly, let me just tell you, nobody's taking you on tour if you're not great and at that capacity. So, <laughs> first of all, more than anything, you love being around people that you have a great relationship and that you respect. So traveling with that is... It's just the most important thing you can do. So as a guy that's been leading a band and having, my guys have been with me a long time. One guy, 25 years, one guy, 22. I mean, we're family. It took me a long time to find that family. You've been blessed. Your mom owned probably on a different route because, you know, I mean, she's, (laughs) she's still younger than me, but the bottom line is a different route. So I know she appreciates it. So who was more nervous when you guys went out and uh and did this or do you do you guys even get nervous knowing that you're there together to hold each other up
2: oh that's a great question i would say i think uh my mom is kind of my biggest cheerleader so she's i'm kind of i think in a lot of situations i'm kind of the one well it it flip flops when i'm more nervous she's like you got this we can do this like (laughs) i love it you know like get like we've toured you know for five years like we got this it's no big deal it's no different than you know playing a bar in nebraska so but then if she gets nervous then i kind of have to play that role and be like you know it's fine we're gonna do great so it kind of depends doesn't it yeah it's so interesting like one of the things steve that we knew when we did audition for this was that her audience was mostly young girls and their moms. so it was kind of like We knew it was a really good fit for us because we kind of thought we'd be looking at a lot of ourselves out in the audience. So that helped us not be too nervous, but it was nerve-wracking. And then when we got it, we decided to put an EP out, which we really, Kelly had been writing in Nashville and had a lot of songs collected. So we quickly picked like four, produced them, put them out. And then that's what we ended up singing on stage were those songs, like we really just Worked our butts off for about two months in yeah. the prep for this, and then it all worked out amazing. But, but you're right. Like we, it was a huge blessing to get this tour because it ended up to be the seventh largest, like you said, grossing tour of the U.S. And we were on it, and we we don't have a label. You know, we we're just we're all, we're totally indie, but we just do our best every night, and and the audiences are amazing, and they're huge. Like I remember the first arena was in Orlando. Yeah, and. Oh, my goodness! Like we were nervous for that because I think there was like maybe there was twelve thousand twelve thousand people yeah, so but but we we have each other, and that's one thing that's really strange is when it's a big crowd, but the lights are dark and you look over like I see Kelly singing, and I'm playing it's it's like we get so much strength from from each other, it's, oh. you could almost feel like you're. You're just even singing, you know, we ear, in-ears in, so we hear each other really well, and you just feel, it's, it's actually just really intimate in a way. Like, we try to sing on stage, like we're singing in the studio, like sing really clean and well. Mm-hmm. And so we really got used to it, though. And, yeah. then, uh, and then they asked us to go to the U.K., and we played the O2 in London, which was amazing. And then we didn't think we were going to get to go to Australia, because um, there's a lot of rules for, like, opening act, support acts there. And then, like a month before they left, they're like, "Can you go with us?" So we and <laughs> we We're like, "Yeah, of yeah. course." <laughs> 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 Australia, which was mind blowing, beautiful. And, and then, uh, but just as we were getting back, the end of January from that tour was when coronavirus was really starting to pick mm-hmm. up internationally, and we were starting to worry. Yeah. So then we actually left to go on tour for the fifty dates, and we got on the tour buses and everything, and. We played one show, and then that night we kind of heard the news that uh, we couldn't do the rest of it. But it is all getting rescheduled, luck- luckily. Yeah, yeah, so we'll we'll come back and play all of those dates. But yeah,
1: you it, got that I to mean, look forward to, you know, which is yeah, which, which is really good. Right, we're going to go into a break. We're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful Studios. I'm with two beautiful ladies, mother daughter duo. It's been a long time since the Judds were reborn. It's been a long time, and <laughs> probably probably the perfect time. Uh, families getting closer together than they ever have during these times. That's the silver lining with what we're going through. Trying times while you're waiting to get out and get in your antsy. Go to mississippi.org. Check out all the incredible things we have to do right here. I'm going to get the bells to come visit everything we have. You're yeah, in the we, cute Mississippi beautiful that. studio. Oh, I can't wait to have you. Don't go to
0: The news doesn't sleep, and neither do we. Fox News Radio, late breaking, up to the minute, from around the world, around the clock, here on Super Talk Mississippi. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm
1: Steve Azar with the Bells, Mom daughter Jamie Kelly. Uh they are uh I know they're chomping at the bits to get back to the stage. I know they're using this time uh wisely because it sounds like they have got a hold and a grip on things that most artists wish they can have. Here in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful <laughs> Studio go to visit Mississippi.org check out all the incredible things we have to do right here. It's incredible the museums, the art form is unparalleled. Alright so guys let me tell you you were supposed to go to Australia I was supposed to go to Australia uh, pretty soon, and our daughter is, so Kelly, she's your age. Our daughter's Cecilia, Aww. and she's in the whole culinary world. Actually was supposed to be Aww. interning with Cat Cora this summer in L.A., and she's Aww. a she's a freshman at Arkansas. She's following her mama's footsteps. Uh, same sorority, same everything, but she's devastated, and she's upstairs in in class right now, you know, doing the online yeah. class. But when she heard we were going to uh, Australia, so she's traveled a lot with us. And she's back in high school. It was so funny. I remember I was going to uh, Germany and Italy. And uh, anyway, our two older boys, one was at Ole Miss about to graduate, and the older son's a filmmaker in Hollywood. So we're, we're, uh, wow. we're thinking we got a little vacation time together, and all of a sudden the principal sees us at church, and he goes, it's fine for Cecilia to take nine days off. And I'm going like, what are you talking about? She's already gone, and she's got her bags packed, so she always traveled with us. Yeah. Uh, I know that you guys are going to enjoy it. When she heard that we were talking about going to Australia, she was going, I can miss 10 days of school in Arkansas. I said, that is not happening. Indy, you talk about independent record label. I mean, right now, to me, okay, so I was on Universal. That's how Anthony and I met. It was Mercury at the time. Had some cool success and all that, but didn't love our head of our label. Uh, We didn't gel well. And so... I started my own label, and I've been doing that ever since. I had big feature tracks, I toured with big acts, did my own big tours, all that, and it's been wonderful. But I had a kickstart. You guys are starting like you're starting, and today's age is so different. So I love the position that you're putting yourselves in. So if you decide, you go, okay, I think I want to do a big deal with somebody, they're going to have to do it on your terms. you got leverage. <laughs> is that even a thought right now? Are you guys you're monetizing this stuff like a label would i mean the dream is to get in front of all these people and get you know now streaming music you know and obviously you can sell product at these arenas how's it working out for you running the show
2: yeah i mean that's a that's a great question we've we've kind of always been just doing this ourselves from the beginning and this uh it was kind of we were kind of following in jojo's path a little bit she was kind of saying like you don't need a record label because she did most of her success herself just through YouTube and found a fan base and they loved her. And no one really, you know, no one knew how many tickets she was going to sell and it just blew up. I mean, insane. And, I mean, of course, she's on Nickelodeon and everywhere and on all these products. But she's a really, like, self-made star. And we're kind of, you know, looking to that for inspiration. Like, we're pouring a lot of our energy into our YouTube channel, into our social media. And the best thing that we have, I think, is just the ability to connect with our these girls and our fans. And we have all these fan pages now. And we do a live stream every weekend. And they all hop on and ask us questions. And they're, like, almost like our friends now, you know? Yeah. They're so dedicated and they will help us do anything and it's just been amazing. But I mean, I think from a from a label standpoint we it has to be we hope that we have the leverage. I mean we're still working on that, but it would have to be the right fit and someone who just sees, you know, our vision and being a mother daughter duo it's a very unique thing and a lot of people kind of have been uh tentative to, you know, like hop right on board with that. But we like Believe in it 100%, and we've seen that it could work. So it has to be someone who, you know, really gets our vision for this project and, you know, believes in it as much as we do. And we just haven't really, you know, found that yet. But who knows? Well, one thing I would go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Jamie. Oh, yeah. Well, we, um, I feel like it's a little bit of a hybrid too because, you know, I feel like the key to any successful artist is amazing songs and that's what, I mean, we've been, you know, all of this, Kelly lives in Nashville most of the time when there's not a pandemic and she goes and writes every day and um she's, you know, the writing community in Nashville is so incredible and so talented and she's really working in that and growing and becoming, you know, more and more accepted and doing, like, um, the songs that she's written, I... I, but I am her biggest fan. I, I will totally admit that. But I love all her songs and like, like the ones with Anthony are just amazing. And like, I feel like we have a lot of fan base and a lot of that. But we also really realize that we need Nashville and we need the Nashville writers. We want the Nashville community behind us to, yes. you know, accept us and embrace us. And, but we also realize that we have to prove ourselves. We have to show that, yes, we have a fan base. Yes, people are. You know streaming our songs and they're enjoying the bond that we share that they can relate to so yeah it's it's kind of to me it's a little bit it's a little bit different but it's working for us and but we try to keep the big picture you know
1: so so anthony like anthony and myself we were all mentored we had our mentors were crazy like insanely <laughs> talented historic songwriters we were blessed to be around that and but the first thing you learn is, man, you can go out and play it. But it sure helps if you've got great songs. So it always starts. It's the foundation of your home, you know. So great songs. First of all, great songs are are unique in the fact that you just can't always write great songs. But you can write well crafted songs that are good and make great records on them. When you find the great song, and you, then you make a great. You can't mess up a great song. It's funny, and you can't really you can't really polish one up. That's. That's just lacking, you know. So, Kelly, this is the best experience of your life. This is the time. And you're right. You know, it's funny. We had 2,500 staff writers when I was there wow. in 91, right? No way. 2,500. And yeah. now there's 200 or less than 200. Yeah. So, Anthony and I, we all talk about this. Radney Foster, uh, all our pals are just like going like whatever. But I love to write alone. So, your time on these big stages took a little longer than Kelly's. Right. what what was your upbringing like, and were you trying to do this along the way and and you know when did it start for you?
2: well I see that's such a that's so nice that you would asked that i um I grew up singing with so I was in the crazy thing is I was in a band with my three sisters called Mulberry Lane, and we were kind of um acoustic pop, kind of like jewel or something, and I've always played guitar, and we actually got. Signed MCA out of LA in
0: 1999,
2: Uh and and we toured all over the U.S. and Europe. But we were very acoustic and 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 harmony driven. But then we would always. I mean, it was just kind of an interesting time in music because um, Britney Spears was just coming out, and all this really poppy dance music was coming out, and we were just in in the in the wrong time. Yeah, and um, yeah, so but we did have like a top 25 ac hit with a song called harmless and that was fun and it was amazing but then uh we ended up coming back to nebraska and getting married and having kids and Hmm. and my sisters and i we all still you know we we all very musically inclined but then when uh when a little i don't know how many years ago like five or six i started doing an acoustic just myself like playing coffee houses around omaha and writing my own songs and just kind of getting back into the music business just because I missed it. Yeah. I didn't really have any like goals. I just was thinking, I love that. And I can do that again because my youngest son started, um, was in school full time then and I my time was freeing up. So, uh, in, and I was doing that and then Kelly said she wanted to sing harmony with me and she could, because of my sisters, I don't know, she just automatically heard harmony. It was amazing. So then we started doing a few things together and then a lot of people liked it, so then we, she wanted to be. Uh, I don't know. We just is a long story. I, I basically, longer, I yeah. basically begged her to let me sing with her. <laughs> but, <laughs> but but then one thing is, we played this one stage, and the, for ironically, the road manager for the judge was like, and I was an off gig for uh, him, he was stage managing, yeah. and he was like, "You two should be a duo." And and so then we decided to do it. We switched all the leads to Kelly. And because she has an amazing voice, and then we started taking trips to Nashville and kind of starting to kind of, like, dip our toe in the water and see what this would be like, you know. So, and then it all kind of, we all, we just kept making trips, and eventually Kelly moved to Nashville when she was 19 and started really writing. And, yeah, one thing has just led to another, and it's all been very organic, and nothing has ever felt not comfortable or not easy i mean it's all been we just kind of let it happen
1: yeah well that's 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 the best way it's called it's called honest and being honest and that as an artist is the most important thing you can possibly do and when the times catch up finally when things sort of go you know i mean the world is all there sitting there so there's an audience for all kinds of music now so that's the beauty of this we are the birthplace of american music would you like to hear faith hill or conway twitty
2: Oh, that's a tough one. I would to say Faith Hill. Yeah, I love Faith Hill. <laughs> All right, she's a sweetie. She
1: calls me Mississippi. We're going to be right back. Don't go nowhere. You're in a Mississippi Minute. I'm Steve Azar. I'm with the Bells.
0: In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: I'm Steve Azar with the fabulous duo,
0: mother-daughter,
1: daughter-mother, the Bells. I'm with Jamie and Kelly, Kelly and Jamie, Jamie the mom, Kelly the daughter. Kelly, you're like, you remind me of of one of our children. Uh, He's actually a filmmaker. He's got his first film coming out. Uh, they're in post-production. Yeah. Getting to work with my son, Strack. He's done all my music videos, but he was doing music videos like Bo Bice's, working on that. And when he was 14, 13, 14, I remember Clay wow. Walker and them. Clay Walker sends me a text. He's playing in Dallas, and he goes, dude, your son's up here doing all my filming for my thing. We had to get him out of school to let him do it. He didn't know. And he ended up doing all the editing for that and all that. Anyway, long story short, he's been doing it, but he's got this incredible... A uh, gift of taking music and and putting film to it. I mean, it's just the rhythm. That's sort of his musical thing, and yeah, he's been an award sure. winner in short films. And anyway, long story short, he ended up going to film school. He's out. He's got a group. It's so funny. This is the funny part. No interest in music, right? None. Mm-hmm. But you know, the last two Christmases, he's learned how to play piano and learned how to play steel guitar. I said, of all the things, steel guitar. So so one of their roommates in Hollywood is a is a is a, a up and coming recording artist, songwriter. And they have a producer. A, he's a director, screenplay writer, and then they have a cinematographer. And but they all wow. now play instruments and they got a little band going now. The now the real kid Gavin, he's doing it for real, but the, they're all playing and they we call and we FaceTime in and they they sound really cool and I'm going like, "What took you so long?" But but it's interesting because Musically, he's always had this thing, like I said, but it's just funny now. And uh, when he comes home, we actually get to jam together and it actually sort of makes sense. And I'm going, this is mm-hmm. wild to me. And then our, our younger son studying for the MCAT right now. we got him in med school. He's playing guitar now. Wow. So we don't know what's going on. So they're all wanting to play music now and I'm going like, uh, this is insane. Okay, so enough of that. All right, so let's get back to the YouTube channel. Let's talk yeah. about how we can get all of Mississippi. Uh, your, your your audience, or you know, you feel like there's probably a a good variety coming your way, and you've got yeah. mothers, daughters. There's a lot of mother daughters out there. I can only imagine in concert what it's like because you got a couple generations. I imagine coming to shows, right? Yes, yeah,
2: that's a huge thing. A lot of you know young girls and their moms, and a lot even their grandmas or their dad. I mean, there's just. It's been, it's been awesome, yeah.
1: Wow. So so, so tell, me, tell me about the YouTube channel and how people can go check you out and follow you and subscribe.
2: Yeah, so we, um, since we can't, you know, obviously continue our tour, we kind of decided to do this virtual tour thing. So every week on Tuesdays and Fridays, we're making little videos to songs that I've written over the past, you know, a couple of years that we've never, you know, shared before. So that's been really awesome, and kind of the fun part is every for every, every video, we're painting a backdrop on this wall in my basement. <laughs> so, and we just keep painting white over it, and then painting another mural, and it's just it's, it's been crazy. But that's been really fun just to share these songs that I've been keeping for so long with our fans, and that's been wonderful. So those are going over great, and then also every Thursday. We put out our weekly vlogs, which is just kind of a week in our life. And we're we're pretty behind on our vlogs. They're still from Australia in January. But it's fun to watch them and, you know, look back on what life was a couple months ago. But uh, that's been really great, and it's really grown our audience. But, yeah, if you guys would check out the virtual tour, just our YouTube channel is just the Bells or Bells Music.
1: And that's B-E-L-L-E-S, right?
2: Yes, yes. Like well, Southern Bell.
1: You know, when when you go to YouTube and they create these other channels, like topic and all that, that drives me crazy. Does that bother you guys? Yeah, it ends up yeah. being like on top. What is that?
2: I have no idea. That's so annoying. It, it's really like I we. So uh, on YouTube, we're Bell's Music official, but we because there's already some other person who had Bell Bell's Music, but I would say like. Of all the platforms, because we do a lot of social media, YouTube is the hardest to learn, in my opinion. Like, it's just, it does have all these, like, strange algorithms that you're kind of looking at. Why would they make a topic channel? YouTube made it itself with our music on it, but it's not our channel. But, yeah, but we're just, we just do the best we can and try not to worry about it too much, but... I'm not saying I know what we're doing, really.
1: We just keep going. Yeah. All right, so we're talking about that. That that does bother me, though, because I'm going like, Well, I'm trying to drive people, which, by the way, I didn't start trying to drive anybody anywhere until, like, this last year. I fought it all because, you know, I was sort of spoiled. I mean, I had people doing all this stuff for me, and, and you got to realize my hits were in – my first hits were in 2000. So, I mean, like, we're primitive. I mean, like, we weren't doing any of this stuff didn't exist. When you went to – when you you couldn't call anybody, you didn't have cell phones I mean well, I guess we had we had cell phones, but you couldn't you couldn't be on a plane and and when you're flying across country, you know get on wi fi i mean it just didn't exist yeah but also I'm learning yeah. and I'm trying to get get there and all that, but it's sort of missing the curve, but I'm trying, so uh you well, know the streaming geez, thing is weird
2: I remember hearing your songs on the radio though like I know who you are like i mean i was i was you know there was I, I was right there. There was, view, so. there was a time.
1: There was a time. You know, it's funny, the, the, the biggest injury. Well, I, I fell through a stage once in, in Pennsylvania and <laughs> and I literally disappeared. And I kept going, When am I gonna land? I mean I felt like and I had my guitar strapped to me and I was like, I gotta protect my guitar. It's amazing what you can if if you fall four or five feet, it's and it's pitch black. It's amazing what can go through your mind, how much information crosses your mind before you <laughs> land, you know? So I uh, so I sh- I didn't quite tear tear my my ACL but I, I was hurt pretty bad. But of course the show went on and all that, but it was in Omaha when oh. I chunked my guitar all the way across I used to just hum it. And I decide I'd gotten this new guitar from Gibson and uh they were they were letting me try it out and so I Long story short, it didn't fly well at all. It has it was headstock heavy. And it was the last song and I'm pretty sure it's probably I don't have to be meet on Monday. And then all of a sudden I said, uh oh, I I didn't throw it to my guitar tech. I threw it at my guitar player. <laughs> and and he doesn't see it coming. So long story short, hits him in the head. It's not pretty. He's bleeding. And all the girls, all the guy even the guys up front are screaming like he's just long hair and he doesn't know what's happened. You know, anyway, but listen, I, I took good care of him. I doctored him all night, you know, and, and for the next month and anyway, but it was Omaha when that happened. <laughs> so crazy, crazy. crazy
2: story. Yeah.
1: You guys, Hey mom, don't be throwing your guitar at your daughter Do not do it. <laughs> not a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. We've got crazy stories. All right. So the YouTube channels there. So with Instagram and you talk about social media and now there's, TikTok and there's so how far do you yes. go? How far are you going and especially mom, how far are you letting your daughter go?
2: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, she, yeah, well we we uh we we okay, so Kelly recently started our TikTok and she does one hundred percent of that and it's going great. And then we do our Instagram <clears throat> to get together. Sorry, that's our dog Bella. Bella. What's and up? And then, and then we, <laughs> We have two little corgis, Bella and Luna. So They're so cute. They're so cute. So we do our Instagram together, our Twitter together, the um, Facebook account together, and what else? And then YouTube. Yeah. And yeah, but she... Oh, we don't really do Snapchat, do we? No, not no, no. Really. No, but we, do, we did start TikTok, Kelly did, and so now she's posting these, like, cute dances she's doing in our backyard. <laughs> I'm not very good at TikTok, but... I don't know. I was talking to, like, JoJo and JoJo's brother. They're huge on TikTok. And JoJo's brother just told me, like, just do something funny or cute in, like, three or less takes. And if it's not working, just don't post it. But just don't, like, try too hard on it. And it's funny. Like, the videos that I just, you know, make randomly uh, that I don't really put any effort in, they, like, blow up on TikTok. It's the weirdest wow. thing. And the, the ones that I try really hard to, like, put some production value in there, they don't do very well. So I don't know. I mean, I'm just experimenting. But it is a it's a very fast-growing – it's our fastest-growing platform right now is TikTok. And I try to post one every couple of days. I mean, it's a great – it's a really interesting app. And you can, you know, meet a lot of new people from it. But it's just – it's very odd. I don't know. I try my best. It's fun, though. I,
1: I like it. Hey, Kelly, so our daughter, really- my daughter said, no, you're not doing TikTok. She said, I said, should I start this TikTok? <laughs> no. I got to no, know, like halfway in the question. <laughs> no. No. Hey, listen, we're going to take a quick break because we we're running down this Mississippi Minute pretty fast, and uh, we'll come right back and wind it up. We, we're with Jamie Kelly of The Bells. You got to check them out online. Subscribe. Subscribe. Follow. Stream. Do it all. They're incredible ladies. Can't wait to have them to come visit Mississippi. Go to visitmississippi.org. I'm going to have you girls go there and check out all the incredible things that we have to offer right here, as well as being in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio, because that's how we roll. I'm Steve Azar. You're in a Mississippi Minute. Don't go nowhere. Never play with fire. And my friends at Guarantee Bank believe in every crisis there lies an opportunity. Use this time to plan for the future as life returns to normal. It always does. Stay safe, help those in need or who are struggling with the effects of the crisis. Stay six feet apart and wash your hands. Let Guarantee Bank make this chaotic time a little less stressful. They have a full menu of electronic self service options that allow you to make deposits transfer of money, pay bills, check balances, and much more from your phone or computer. If you'd like to talk to a Guarantee Bank member at your branch, they're available from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. Monday through Friday. The phone number is 800-847-7454. Stay safe and stay healthy. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC.
0: In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. A box of
2: your stuff on your phone. I'm with
1: the Bells in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful Studio. Two beautiful ladies, mother-daughter duo. Please check them out online. Follow them right now. Stop you. Listen, you're at home. We're all at home. So now's the time to follow them right now. Don't go to. Don't forget, guys. Visit Mississippi.org is right there. I mean, I, you're going to be amazed with all the wonderful things we have right here. And when it comes to art form, we're unparalleled. It's just, it's as good as it gets. The museums alone will take you a Mississippi month to. To tour and to get through and understand our history from our incredible art form so check it out take it from me kelly what about school and stuff did you were you homeschooled for a while or you know at high school you know what was the situation there when you started to realize that you guys were going to be doing this
2: yeah so i would say you know we started doing this and playing shows when I was in high school, but I graduated from normal high school. I was never really homeschooled, but I did graduate a year early. So I graduated when I was a junior. Uh, my high school let me do that, which was fantastic. And then I actually went to college here in Omaha for two years. I was a chemistry major.
1: <laughs> wow. Wow. And
2: I was still playing like bars and going to Nashville like whenever I could and it was just a crazy crazy time and uh at the end of my sophomore year the kind of the, the head of the program sat me down and was like look like you can't keep like skipping class yeah. and going to play shows and <laughs> not, not
1: being a chemistry major
2: Yeah. (laughs) It ain't working out. So then, yeah, so then they basically made me choose. They really wanted, they were kind of pushing me to stay into the program, but I just kind of knew at that point that my heart was in music. So then I actually switched to an online degree, which ended up being nonprofit administration. And then I just moved to Nashville, right, kind of after I made that decision to not do chemistry. And I actually graduated from college last May, like two days before the tour started. What? Yeah. Were so, you nineteen or yeah. twenty
1: then? You're talking that young.
2: Yeah, I was twenty then. Just because I graduated high school when I was sixteen, so mom, what do you think? While.
1: Mom, what the heck? What do you got? What's, I, go, what's going on? What's in the water there? What do you do?
2: <laughs> I have no idea. Like she, I, I mean, I am her biggest fan, she just was so smart all the way through in a math and science, and I was not that way. And she actually in college past, like, Calc 1 and Calc 2 with A's, like, I, my mind is blown. Like, I can't even do, like, algebra, but, yeah. So, but she definitely had the calling for the music, you know, like, she just really, that made her happy, and I could see that the 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 workload was weighing her down. But then when she moved to Nashville then did all of the songwriting, would, like, go to school online, and she, she graduated, and then we got the tour, and, yeah, like she said, like, four or five days after she graduated, we went, we, we left. For almost six months and
1: then maybe four months but yeah, yeah. it was was something it just was having that off your plate and off the, there's no nothing weighing on you i mean you got it done already i mean that's almost like you should write a book about how to do this <laughs> for football players that want to leave or basketball players or baseball you know you can go to college and you can get out but you did a lot of this online so i guess it was at your own pace but obviously getting a head start graduating high school at 16 I mean did yeah. you so Kelly did you regret like you not graduating with your classmates you'd been with all that time or was your school so big that maybe it just wasn't you know uh it didn't matter as much or or did this dream that you have that you this road you're on now that's what mattered and I understand
0: that
2: yeah I think it was it was a little bit of that but yeah I went to a big high school with like you know 2,000 students and honestly like School, high school, middle school, like all of that, has just never really been like my thing. Like I really kept to myself in high school, and I don't really have any regrets. In fact, like even if I wouldn't have ended up doing music if I would have just gone to college, like I just kind of wanted, kind of wanted out of high school in general <laughs> at that point. And I mean, this was all like I remember coming home from school and telling my mom I was going to graduate a year early. Like I didn't even ask. Like I just did it, you know
1: what I mean? Well, here's what I think. I think that both of you, your mom, when she was around your age, was probably way ahead of schedule. It sounds like she was, and and you're following suit. You know, it's just some being around your mom, probably watching her work really hard. But you had to work. You got to work at things to make things meant to be. You know what I'm saying? You can't just sit there and let it just fall upon you like the lottery. That ain't what we're talking about. This. This lottery uh, called making music and playing for people and and getting to move people emotionally from laughter to tears is the greatest feeling in the world as an artist and it's just something I just can't let go of. So I understand that. I can't thank you guys enough for, for spending an entire Mississippi minute with me. I know I can be difficult at times, and I know you're probably laid out on the couch right now because I feel like I'm a shrinker. <laughs> I feel, you know I feel like I bring out problems sometimes, but no. But anyway, you know, thank I, you, girl.
2: See, it's been you've been. It's been an inspiring interview, and thank you for your time and, and your insight because, I mean, it, I'm not, like, no lie that it just has to be pulled up in your house, you know, when you want to. I mean, you <laughs> yeah. really have made my day better. Oh, um, I, love I love
1: it. I love it. Well, so I, can't, I can't wait to physically, listen, you know, I know we don't know if we can hug anymore after all this, but, but it'll feel like a <laughs> yes. hug to both of you. Blessings to both yeah. of you. Uh, check out the Bell's music, everybody official on YouTube. Check them, follow them everywhere, follow their music, stream it, do it all. Uh, I just can't wait to meet you girls uh, face-to-face. You've been in the Mississippi Minute. I'm Steve Azar. Keep Mississippi Beautiful Studio. That's where we do this thing. Go to visitmississippi.org. Once they let us out of the cage, we've got a whole lot to do right here. We'll see you later. I'm Steve Azar. In a Mississippi Minute,
0: all 60 of them, where you can take your sweet time. The news doesn't sleep, and neither do we. Fox News Radio, late breaking, up to the minute, from around the world, around the clock, here on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.